Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek Season 1 Episode 5, it's called The Enemy Within, full spoilers for the episode. So the plot of this one is that there's a there's a malfunction Yeah. and when Kirk is beamed back up to the Enterprise he is, well at first it seems like he's copied, there's a duplicate, there's a an evil version created, but it quite quickly turns around and you sort of sense that he's actually split in two, that half of his personality is in one version of yeah. Kirk and the other half is in the other. Because the the second one that we see is kind of violent, very red kryptonite-esque. It is something that has been uh, done in virtually every genre show since. Pretty much, which is why I think as a modern audience watching this, you know exactly what it is before the characters yeah, do. Yeah, I mean... You can pretty much think of any TV show that's, you know, sci-fi, fancy, that sort of stuff that's been more than five seasons. They've probably yeah. done this. Yeah. Uh, I'll point out as well, this is the second time in five episodes that I have described something as Red Kryptonite. But uh, they, they both have this thing where, like, the one Kirk is very... Oh, he just acts on his impulses and just does what he wants. He has no compassion, no... no inhibitors in place to control yeah. his feelings or thoughts and that that's why he he seems to be violent and very selfish and just does what he wants whereas the the other kirk of course is the compassionate one but he loses the strength to actually make difficult decisions and that's kind of something that happens throughout the episode it's an interesting thing to tackle especially at the time i can't imagine there was a lot of stories that tackled this kind of idea that our negative side is just as important to us overall yeah, I feel at least not on TV. I, I feel like uh, there's a lot of literature that explores this duality of good oh, and sure. evil. Yeah, but sure. Especially on TV, definitely it was ahead of its time. Yeah, it was. It was very much uh, uh, an examination of sort of the benefits of that that evil side and why you need to have balance between both. You can't just be completely happy and yeah. do things to be nice. You have to have a rough edge. You know, it's, it's kind of back to that whole thing where if someone... Like, you have to be nice to people, but you can't let them take advantage of you. You have to have that harsh part of you that steps in yeah. and goes, no, stop taking the piss. Don't mm. don't abuse my kindness, you prick. You know, so that, that's kind of what it is. It's, it's that thing that steps in. Especially as a, as a captain in this kind of scenario. You, you, yeah. you, the ability to make those harsh decisions, because you're dealing with decisions that will lead to people's deaths, that will lead to other dramatic yeah. things. So, uh, Did you enjoy this episode then, episode 5? Uh, mostly, yeah. I feel like it's it's a little harder to judge because it has been done so many times since and the formula has been evolved upon over the years. So this is a very bare-bones version of that story. Yeah, I can see what you mean. It's uh, very, very straightforward. Obviously, it plays with the idea that we think that it's just, oh, there's an evil Kirk. It's not just that it's part of him. Yeah. And as that goes on, it, it develops. Uh, I th- I like the episode a lot. I think it works quite well because I like the exploration of that stuff. But what also adds to it is that there's this whole countdown going on because because the the transporter is malfunctioning, they can't beam up Sulu and a couple of they're not actually red shots, but I'll just call them red shots for all intents and purposes. Yeah. They are so Sulu and a couple of red shots are still down the planet that they're at. And when it gets to night time on this planet, when sun the sun goes down it gets to like ridiculous, silly low temperatures where they're going to freeze to death if they don't get them up, but they can't yeah. transport them up. So we get these scenes of them in the planet like freezing and trying to like huddle together and they're using their lasers to uh, heat up the rocks. Amusingly, it's something that uh, can only be done in these earlier episodes because of 
they haven't invented the shuttles yet in the production. <laughs> <laughs> that's true actually yeah and this is a plot that at least this part of the plot would be completely null and yeah, void they just send a shuttle down yeah yeah it's actually it's actually kind of a weird oversight that they didn't think of that at this point yeah it seems so obvious in hindsight yeah because but hey it'd be the low-tech backup when you can't just beam yeah. things up and down but uh so and what that does is it gives the entire episode a countdown where everything has this ticking time bomb kind of sense, where if they don't solve this, if they don't get through this problem, the people on the planet are going to die. Yeah. So it gives everything this sense of ticking down, and that gives everything a good sense of urgency, where mm, it always definitely. feels like the episode's propelling forward, and that's that's really good. Uh, this is also the one where we get a dog in a ridiculous little furry costume with a, a horn. Yes. What did you yes. think of the dog in the furry costume with the horn? I've seen worse cost dog costumes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's fine. I, it's kind of goofy, sure now, but you, you just kind of laugh at. It's one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, but no. So obviously, throughout the episode, uh, Kirk's constantly fighting with himself, and he, he tries to trust his evil side, his uh, mm. harsher side, and it sort of blows up in his face. And the evil side even tries to take control of the bridge because they have him locked up in the infirmary for quite a chunk of the episode once they realise what's going on and uh, to the credit they realise fairly quickly but uh, there was a bit where it seemed like they'd noticed and like they seemed like they'd figured it out but then they hadn't it was a uh, when uh, Scott is telling them about the dog and they get the, they're like oh it's this opposite it's duplicated it's it's you know that's when we learned what's going on and it feels like they've figured out what's happening as well because obviously there's been the strange occurrences of Kurt being in multiple places, he says he hasn't been doing these things, the the brandy and so on, and and it feels like they'd figured it out, and then the next scene is like, oh, what what could possibly be going on? So yeah, Evil Kurt gets up to a lot of uh, a lot of mischief, and it becomes a lot more interesting because it is actually Kirk, and it's actually stuff that he deep. Yeah. It, it, it harkens back to a few episodes ago when we said our Kirk kind of has this longing for having like a married life and. He's chosen this life, but there's still like a, a want in there for it because he kind of goes after Yeoman and he aggressively goes after Yeoman. He, it gets he try, a little bit rapey. It gets a little bit rapey, and he, he tries to sort of force himself on her, and she scratches him and uh, runs for the hills, as it were. And th- this creates this weird tension between them. You see it again at the end, and she she kind of like accepts that it wasn't him, but she end. knows that that base desire is in there somewhere, and yeah. he's just suppressing it. And he's kind of acknowledging it as well. He, he, the look he gives her at the end really felt like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but yeah. let's just let's get on with it. Let's just, just move on. <laughs> let's, let's move on with life, yes. And he... Because I mean, he, even when, uh, when... when We'll just call him Evil Kirk, for lack of a better term. Evil, yeah. evil Kirk sort of like... He knocks good Kirk out, and he pretends to be regular Kirk, and he pretends... Mm. He goes to, and he's like, Oh, yo, man, I'll see you in your place later. Uh, that was an interesting scene for me because one, it's 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 very sinister because we know it's actually evil Kirk and that he's yeah. he's luring her into a trap essentially, but it never gets followed up on. Like no one ever like because everything's solved before we get to that point yeah. where this would happen. And I wonder if like if that's added into the her whole like look at the end where she's like she's realised what that was. Yeah. Um. Because it doesn't get brought up in a a very straightforward way. There's no direct reference to it or direct acknowledgement. No, there's no dialogue saying that, yeah. oh, well, this happened. Yeah. So, there's, uh, 
Does uh, Kirk at the end, when he's put back together, does he have the memories of both halves? Like what they both did? Like, would he know that that's taken place? Because uh... obviously it seems like the, the good half of him is certainly the dominant side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the Kirk that we, we know for the most part. But obviously these occurrences took place like that conversation there, and I'm wondering if he knows that that happened. I would guess he did. If I'm going again back to that look that he shares with her mm. at the end, when he is fixed, yeah. I would say he does. I'd say he remembers and there's that, that feeling of shame, because even though it kind of wasn't him, it kind of was. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And it, it I, think it, it, I think it's more interesting if he remembers. Yeah, it gives it that conflicted, that confliction and within him. Uh, yeah. Hence the title of the episode, The Enemy Within. It's part of who he is, and he can't change that. But as McCoy constantly brings up, that's everyone's got this evil side in them. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to... Yeah, it's human nature. Yeah, it's controlling it that's uh, that makes it strong and all the rest of it. But uh, So that, 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 that was interesting. I, I thought... I think that was mainly my takeaway from this is that it was kind of an analysis of Kurt's character. And the way that... As soon as he realises something's not going right, he even tells Spock, look, if I start to not get something right again if I get yeah, indecisive you've got, to, you've got to tell me you've got to tell me possibly take command that kind of thing because uh, it, it was that great scene where he's, he's on the comms down to Sulu and he's just trying to like, like we're, we're getting things done we're work, working on it and Sulu's joking about passing down a, a long rope with coffee on the end of it so they can heat up a bit and at one point Kirk just like freezes and he can't respond yeah, he can't he talk doesn't know what to do and Spock steps in and again it's just that kind of establishing that kind of friendship in there. You know, interesting, I think uh, Spock and McCoy have this great moment in the episode. Mm. It's when, um, so after they've tried to fix the transporter and the, the dog died, and McCoy wants to do the autopsy and get to the bottom of whether or not it was just shock of it going back together or if it was something else in the transporter that killed it. And they have this bit where, Kirk can't make up his mind. He he just doesn't know what to do. If they, if he should risk it or if he should wait and play it safe. And you get this moment where obviously the whole episode is about this duality of him, but this is uh, a wider part where Spock and McCoy literally stand on either side of him and debate the two sides. So they they completely personify it. What's really interesting, I find, is Spock is the one who just goes with his instinct and and. The just emotional, for it. It's the emotional response yeah. more from whereas, Spock. Yeah. Whereas McCoy is like, no, let's take time, let's think about this, let's figure it out, and I think that was really interesting for me. I think uh, my only hole that I'd pick in that argument, and I, I like the idea that, yeah, you've got both of them yeah. debating over the choice. I don't necessarily think that either one would be the evil Kirk's choice, if that makes sense. No, it's not, it's not good and evil, yeah. that one. It's just... Uh, Two sides to oppose. It's Don't get me wrong. Like, logic and it, and it, it, it fits in feeling. with the theme of duality throughout yeah. the episode. It's just I don't think one represents what evil Kirk would be thinking. No, in that no, not not yeah. quite to that extent. It's more instinct yeah. and logic, which I suppose to a degree is because they talk about how this compassionate Kirk has all the 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 knowledge of you know like wisdom and rational thoughts, whereas evil Kirk's much more base desires and instincts. The funny thing is, is, I think both of them are coming from a place of emotion in, in a weird way. Because mm. even McCoy is like, no, I don't want to risk it because I don't want Kirk to die. But by doing that, he's going to let the men in the planet die. Yeah. Whereas Spock's like, no, we have to risk it or the people on the planet will die. But that's a very 
like no we should save them he's taking that leap like you say and yeah uh, which almost is again spot kind of growing like, there's hints of that emotion and there's hints of that humanity yeah and no, I, I really like that scene just the way it was positioned with them on either side having this debate and 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 kirk just stuck in the middle sat down not knowing what to do i thought it was really good yeah, obviously uh shatner's doing overtime on this episode because he's playing two roles yeah and he's uh doing the good doing the evil and he seems to be having fun letting loose with the the evil stuff, which is which yeah. Is cool. uh, the, the the only bit where he went a little bit maybe too over the top with it was where he's screaming "I'm the captain" or whatever it is in, into the mirror. <laughs> See, I like that though because it is so over the top. It is so over the top. But it might be just a touch too far compared to everything else in the episode. Do you, know, do you know we've talked about before how he's got the gold, sh- the regular gold shirt, and he's got that green shirt that he sometimes yeah. wears? It was used really effectively in this one where they had regular Kirk change into the green shirt, so we, we could instantly tell for the longest time who was who easily. With, yeah, until with it was supposed it. to be a dilemma for the characters as well. Yeah, so th- that, that was, that, yeah, that was that a was good, clever. smart little choice. Uh, actually, Joey said I really like, uh, mainly because it's a part of the ship we hadn't seen before, it's when... Uh, Kirk and Spock are searching for evil Spock, and they're mm-hmm. down looking at sort of the machinery down in the, the lower decks. Yeah, and the engineering. And evil Kirk's up top like Spider-Man, just sort of like hovering <laughs> like on yeah, top of the Yeah, he's just crawling around. Machinery. Yeah, I like, I like that stuff. That, that was just a nice bit of sort of cheap and chewy suspense, I'll call that. Mm. Speaking of cheap and chewy uh, tension, I, I want to talk about the, the moment where they actually fix it, and they, they beam both Kirk's down. And by the way, there's, there was one or two moments where you could tell Okay, we'll get away with this body double for the second Kirk because it's you know it's going to look like this on a standard definition TV signal. Yeah. Uh, watching it in 1080p, it's like oh yeah, that's not that's not Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's one of those things where they they didn't think they'd ever have to pay that much attention to it. They never thought yeah. it would be noticed, and you know you can't blame them too much for that. So, to their credit, though, there is a couple of shots where both of them appear in the frame at the same time, and it, it looks fine. So it, it's yeah. I don't know, it's not a super difficult effect, you know, it's just one of those things that anyone who gets an effects program can sort of learn to do, but it's, you know, again, 1960s, they're, mm. you know, tough stuff, but, uh, no, so that, that was cool, but yeah, the moment where they actually, like, beam them both down and beam them back up to see if it's if it's fixed, I like how, you know how they always have that thing where they're frozen before they start moving because of yeah. the transition between the shots? I, lo- I love that Shatner holds it for, like, an extra five seconds before he starts giving commands to let us know he's okay. <laughs> yeah. It just he holds it for an obscene amount of time. So actually that that's just reminded me there's another bit I liked when we see Evil Kirk arrive in the transporter, mm. just you know, a little bit later, he's he is a mirror of the uh original Kirk. Where where the first Kirk comes up he's facing forwards and the second one he's facing backwards. Mm. And he does these like backward steps as well. Like, and this is before we know it's a mirror and we we're assuming it's just a duplicate. So I quite like that. Uh, just a just a, a subtle little indication of what's to come. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's good. Uh, that is a solid episode. I, I think, it, like I say, has that sense of urgency because they're constantly, all oh, these people down there are going to die if we don't get this fixed. Mm. And it just keeps keeps climbing to there. Meanwhile, you've got yeah. all this character stuff uh, with Kirk and exploring that. And so, no, nah, that's solid solid episode of Star Trek. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot. Uh, this was a day later than it typically would be because uh, internet was out for a couple of days and it pushed everything back. So, bear with us and uh, we should be back to our regular day next week. But thank you very much. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Helps us out a lot. 
keep watching cheesy old TV and we'll see you next time.